Welcome to another episode of The Student Manager. It's Fonger News, and we're going in a different direction. We're going the direction of what it's like to be a parent in the college search and admission process. And we're here with Bridget Gaffney, a mother of three, Newport Harbor. She had a class of 21, Mikey Gaffney, go off to Cal Poly. And she just recently came back from move-in weekend again at Cal Poly for her other daughter, Stella Gaffney, class of 23. Welcome, Bridget. Thank you. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So this will be a great discussion because not only can we talk about Cal Poly, but there's always parents asking me about the search and admission process. And I've always wanted to have a good perspective from a parent, right? What to do, what not to do. Do we put too much pressure on our kids? And we'll get into it because we might have another episode with your third child, Joshua's friend, classmate, St. Joachim, go see Kings, class of 24 at Newport Harbor, Fiona. Yeah. So let's talk about Cal Poly first. Okay. All right. Because you went to a small school. I did. Right. To Santa Clara University. Go Broncos. We've had a couple guests on from Santa Clara and we need to have some more on. But you come from that small school environment. So does your husband, Mike Gaffney, Georgetown. And Cal Poly, as a parent, like why Cal Poly? Did you have any influence on Mikey or Stella going to Cal Poly? Well, yeah, so through the process, they did it both. I had them both apply to Santa Clara. They both got into Santa Clara, and they both went to look at Santa Clara, along with several other schools. And I was kind of hoping, I have to admit, in that Stella especially would pick Santa Clara. But I think coming out of Newport Harbor, they were a little used to a larger school environment where I came out of a small private Catholic school in Los Angeles. So I was used to like a small, a much smaller environment. So after we went and toured both schools, what they loved about Cal Poly was the size was a nice size. It's about 20,000. So it's not huge, but it's not super small. They also loved the town. They have a true college town that is just walking distance. It's about a mile or you can take a bus on campus into the town, which is amazing. They love the location, the Central Coast, especially my son, because it has, you know, accessibility to surfing. It's just a really beautiful, beautiful area and campus. So they've both been, Stella's just new to it. She's only been there for about a week and a half, but we did get a text message saying that she's having the best time, absolutely loving it. As a parent, probably the best thing is when you don't text, or did you learn anything different from Mikey? to Stella because did you let them text you first or call you first as a mom? Oh, yeah. I was definitely way more on top of, you know, texting Mikey or I had to get rid of Life360. I was just, I mean, I kind of became obsessed. It was not normal. So I'm like, no more of that. I'm removing him from that. Where Stella, it, it does become a little bit easier, I think, with the second child. He, the first one was a hard drop off very emotional. Tears? Tears. Definitely tears. And then Stella, Cal Poly has a later start because they're on quarter system. And she had seen a lot of her friends go off to school. So she was just ready to go, raring to go. And so by the time we dropped her off, she's just extremely confident. <laughs> Bye, mom. Bye, dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and wait till Fiona goes. There's not going to be any tears. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. Yeah. So I think the tears for Stella is going to hit a little bit later. It's more like the emptiness in the house. 
But um, she's just thriving and in a place where she's super happy to be so far. So what advice would you give to a parent that's listening that might have a first-time student, right? Because you went through it with Mikey about the college search and admission process. How involved do you get? Are you always on them? Are you stressing them out more than they're stressed out because they're already stressed out with their peers and everyone asking them, where are you going to school? Where are you going to school? Yeah. Well, with Mikey, we had a college counselor that we kind of, and she was great. Jenny Bartz, love her. And we hired her earlier on in the process. I think when she, when Mikey was a sophomore and that helped a lot because we were new to the entire process. And Mikey really has a strong personality and knew what he wanted. He really wanted to stay in California. We tried to convince him to, you know, kind of look outside of California. He did apply to a couple schools. He applied to Utah and Arizona because we didn't really know what schools he was going to get into. Everyone tells you, you know, don't bank on anything. And then he applied to the smaller schools like LMU, USD, Santa Clara. And those were all very achievable for him, which was great. He got into San Diego State, did not get into USC, and did not get into UCLA or UCSB. So the, I think the higher level ones were harder for him to achieve. But So let me ask you this, because every parent thinks their kid's the greatest, right? right. I mean, especially that first kid. They're like, well, my kid's smart. Well, how smart are they? No, they're really smart, Michael. I mean, these are some of the conversations I get. So did, do you think you had realistic expectations or did you know, like, for example, because a, a parent needs to hear this, like, right, they're not going to get into the sweatshirt brand schools if they're not at X amount of GPA or unweighted. Like, did you have expectations, like you and your husband, of where they wanted to go to and who he was applying with? Or did you, because every parent's going to talk like, oh, my kid's applying to USC, my kid's applying to UCLA or Cal or Georgetown or Michigan or Texas. Well, shit, let me tell you, they ain't getting in unless yeah. they're like at this level. So give me your take on that. And did you have expectations from Mikey to then Stella? Well, I think that Mikey was really, he was realistic in the process. And he never had a school that he was, he never had, oh, I have to go to Cal Poly or I have to go to UCSB. He was a little more open-minded about it. I think Cal Poly, UCSB, and San Diego State were high on his list in Santa Clara. So he hit three out of the four that he really wanted to go to. Then it ultimately came down between Cal Poly, Santa Clara, and San Diego State. We went to see San Diego State. We went to see Cal Poly and Santa Clara, and he ended up deciding on Cal Poly. He also had a good buddy that he knew from Newport Harbor, that was going to Cal Poly. And I think that was a little, and kind of knew a little bit more about Cal Poly. So that was a little more influential for him choosing Cal Poly over like a San Diego State. And all three great schools, San Diego State is hard to get into these days, I know, for, especially for a California student. Now, when you went to go visit these schools, did you visit them during the fall semester or did you wait until after he got accepted? We visited before he got accepted, and it was mainly, I think my advice would be to try and just visit as many schools as you can. I don't think you need to wait until they get accepted because what happens is you're in a time crunch, and then you kind of wish, oh my gosh, I wish I 
went and visited the school, we got to bang this out really quickly. It's a little more of a rush process. And I know with Stella, she went to visit a friend in Michigan and she had applied. She she ended up not getting into Michigan, but it kind of made it clear for her when I picked her up from the airport in Orange County, she said, had a great time, but she also said, this is not for me. She felt like it was too big. It was too cold. And she didn't love having to take like a bus on campus type of thing. She wanted things more walkable. She wanted things more open. She felt like it was a key card to a key card to a key card getting in and out of doors. It just wasn't the feeling that she wanted. And what you just hit on every parent should be listening to because it's the kids experience and what they're going through. Like I remember when we visited Michigan, Julia said, this is a beautiful campus. She said, but first of all, they all look too smart. And she said, they're all, uh, she knew right away. She's like, it's a great campus, but it's not for me. Right? Like, you know, you have a feeling you just know. And that's why my big advice and encouragement to any parent out there is I don't care if your kid's a senior or even a junior Go visit campuses. I agree. Like if you're in town and there's a college there that your kid might be interested in, just pop in, pop on campus, walk around for a little bit. You don't have to do the official tour. Official tours are great, but I definitely think the more campuses you see, the better. It just gives them perspective on what they want. Like when we went to Cal Poly, I think my son really liked the, it's it's a bit of a laid back atmosphere there. I mean, the kids like will prop the door open to the dorm, which they shouldn't do, but they do, you know, and everything's walkable, which they really loved. So I think, you know, and it's really beautiful and sunny and it's surrounded by mountains and lots to do, like lots to do. As a parent, if you don't know about Cal Poly, we've had some guests on from Cal Poly. It's a gem. It's a college town, maybe not the big college town, but it's right up the road from Southern California. I mean, three and a half hour drive, four hour drive, depending on how fast you go and depending on when you leave. But Bridget, talk to the audience about what you talk about the town or the wine country, because as a parent, I have a meeting again today with a parent. They want to talk about colleges. And then I had one and we know I won't mention the name here, but they want to talk. They wanted to learn more about Cal Poly. I don't even have kids at Cal Poly and I love Cal Poly. Well, I didn't even know there was an airport in Cal Poly until maybe a month ago, which is so funny. So Cal Poly is starting to pull from a lot of different areas besides California. We have a lot of people from Washington. Actually, my daughter's roommate is from Bellevue, Washington, and they fly directly into San Luis Obispo. And the airport is about, I mean, 10 minutes from campus. Also, they fly direct from Dallas. There's Mikey has a friend from Boston. It's really starting to get discovered more and more outside of California. Their engineering school is absolutely incredible. I would say that's their number one hardest to get into school. After that would be architectural schools and really, really incredible. The business school again. And then Mikey is in the agricultural school, which is really neat. I mean, they have horses on campus. They put together their own um, ice cream stand. I mean, it's kind of a really neat, you know, there's a lot of farming up there in that area. There's tons of wineries. There's a huge viticulture environment up there. A lot of the kids get jobs up in Paso Robles. And then they're also super connected to the tech world. 
So a lot of these kids are getting jobs. A lot of our friends who have uh, graduated move on to San Francisco and kind of get, you know, get into the tech business as well. So I think it has a lot to offer, which is really neat. And I do like the fact that they are also pulling from other states like Oregon, Seattle, um, starting more so from the East Coast. My good friend's the basketball coach there. And one of his pitch and recruiting lines is Cal Poly's not a four-year degree. It's a 40-year degree mm-hmm. because of the networking and because of the rela- relationships. Now, I'm going to transition back over to Stella because obviously going through it the second time, did you care where she ended up or were you, how did Cal Poly come up when she flew home from Michigan and said, this is not for me? Well, what were her other choices and was she realistic? Were you realistic? And did she narrow it down to one, two or three schools and did the same thing that Mikey did? So... Stella was harder than Mikey, which is so funny because Stella, she had a higher GPA. She had a very high ACT score. She scored in the 99th percentile. So I think we were more realistic with Mikey than we were with Stella. Expand. (laughs) So Stella had, she had scored in the 99th percentile. She was, you know, president of National Honor Society. She was four-year varsity athlete. She started her own charity. What else did she do? Oh, she played three sports almost all the way through uh, Newport Harbor. She was on Link Crew. I mean, she had a huge resume, huge. And so she ended up applying to more of the higher end schools than Mikey did. So she applied to like USC, Michigan, University of Virginia, those in Georgetown. And ultimately she did not get into any of those schools. She got waitlisted at Georgetown and then we had to wait longer for that. And then ultimately she did not get into Georgetown. So I think that was, a little bit of a harder process thinking, oh, with these scores and with this, like she's going to hit that. But it just shows you how competitive it is at that level. It's actually more competitive at that level. Right. But cold, hard, brutal facts. I'm going to just say basic white girl, Newport Beach. Those are all the same stats that other either males or females have too. So you really have to separate yourself. I mean, I tell people this all the time. That's the the kind of, we're talking about like that resume, impressive resume. But when you start talking about Virginia, Michigan, Texas, or right, UCLA, USC, they only can take so many. And what's going to separate that individual besides on paper, right? The essays. (laughs) Okay. I thought our essays were good, but I mean, obviously... I mean, I don't think it differentiated herself enough, I, but it was true to who she is. So we, you can't embellish. You I mean, can. that's who she is. And, and did you remember what she wrote about? Or did she even let you, because my kids did not let us see any of their essays. No, she did show us um, the essays and she wrote, I mean, for months because again, all those schools require so many different types of essays. Supplemental essays. Oh yeah. 650 words. Right. And they're, <laughs> all different questions. So you can maybe pick and piece together from other essays, but I mean, she wrote for months. She worked her tail off on it, which is ironic because then she ends up at Cal Poly, which doesn't take test course or essays. (laughs) Bridget, do you believe in this? Everything works out 
for a reason. 100%. They end up where they're supposed to end up. I really do. I actually really 100% believe that. So what, going through that process with Mikey and now Stella, like yeah. what advice do you give to, especially here, Orange County, let's face it, most of my audience is modern day, Newport Harbor, CDM, these type of listeners, because they're like the parents that are, oh, my kids are going to go here. My kid's going to go here. That's why I've always wanted to parent on someone like yourself to really just be honest, be direct. What advice would you give them? Oh, it's hard because I think it depends on your kid's personality. Like Mikey has a strong personality and he's just, he from the beginning was like, I am not leaving California. That is not, that's not my jam. I'm not going to the South. I'm not going to the East Coast. And he's been, his grandparents are on the East Coast. You know, he has traveled quite a bit. So he wasn't naive to, you know, his experiences, but he absolutely was like, I am staying in California. Stella was a little more open-minded about that about, you know, going someplace else. And um, ironically, she ends up in California, which I will say Central Coast is extremely different from Southern California, in my opinion. And then I have Fiona, who is also a very strong personality, who thinks she's, she's planning on being her own college counselor. So we'll see how this works out. She has, we have used Kaplan. We used Kaplan for Stella. Fiona will probably pay a little bit hourly for her to do Kaplan, but she thinks she's got it all figured out. And Fiona has decided not to take the ACT, which I don't know if I really would recommend that. And I know there's not one college counselor that would necessarily probably recommend that. I think you should take the ACT. But she saw kind of how her sister went through what she went through and Stella really studied for the ACT, where Fiona said to me, I'm not going to put that time in. I don't have, I'm not right. going to do it. So right. then I was like, okay, well, if you're not going to put the time in, it's probably not worth it. Yeah. You have to put the time in. You have to study. Right. And it's that right individual, like Joshua attempted the SAT. No. Attempted the ACT. No. Makes life a lot easier. Right. Because they know what they want. And then obviously, and we'll get into this, the great transition because we're going to be wrapping up the next episode that we have. We'll talk about what a parent should be doing with that senior class of 2024. Right. Because those are the schools either they're going to apply to, who's going to accept it, test optional. And thank God this is the last year of test optional. Right. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I didn't even know. Oh, my that. gosh. Oh, well, for, for, for most schools. But okay. as we wrap up, Bridget, again, if someone's listening, what advice would you give that parent? I would listen to your kid. I would really listen to your kid, hear what they want. I would visit as many campuses as you can. I just think it's so much fun to visit the campuses too. It's a lot of fun. There's always so much energy on every campus. Visit. We did visit Santa Clara during the summer, which was too bad because I do think if you can visit when kids are on campus, it makes it so much better. Um, they really get a better feel. And, but anytime you can go kind of step on, give them, you know, and they experience, like the more knowledge you have behind your belt, the better for anything and everything, in my opinion. Bridget Gaffney, two for two, two for two with Mustangs, go Cal Poly, hidden gem out there. I always call it like the, the other UC, 
although it's a state university, it's right. the it's the other UC because it is a UC degree. Having a great time out there in San Luis Obispo. We will see where Fiona ends up. Again, the college search and admission process, student manager helping not only kids, but parents. Bridget, thank you for having you. Look forward to talking about what kids should be doing, what parents should be doing on the next episode. Okay. Thanks, Fonger. Fonger News, out.